Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Unleashed, Spiritual Formation and Soul Care. I hope this message finds you well and hopeful in our current days. And I hope and pray that what I have to share today will help you and encourage you and give you even some tools as you walk with the Lord. And so I want to begin with this phrase that many of us have said um, or heard, especially if you've grown up in church. God knows my heart. And while that is true, a lot of times we use that very casually. Uh, we use it pretty flippantly um, because there's probably things we don't want to deal with that's actually going on in our hearts. And furthermore, do we actually want to know what's going on in our hearts? Do we actually know what's really going on on the inside? And so earlier this year, the Lord had invited me to have a deeper relationship with him, to be even more honest um, than I was in prayer. And I was actually a little surprised by it, but as the years gone on, I've noticed um, when I slow down and really um, have an open ear and an open heart for what he has to say, um, or even things that I have to say, um, there is a new level of honesty. And so I found myself in a very familiar passage in Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24, and it reads, Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. And so just from this verse, we can see we're invited to do some self-examination. We look for anything that's offensive, any sin. Uh, we check our motives. And basically, we just repent, um, confess, and expect forgiveness, and God leads us into some healthy ways, and um, hopefully leads us into a better way of living, better way of thinking, better way of believing, um, and acting. And so, um, that's kind of the Cliff Notes version of it, uh, in a nutshell. Um, however, um, when I went through it a few weeks ago, I actually felt the need to slow down. And look at just the phrase, search me, God, and know my heart. And I was actually surprised that I was feeling uncomfortable. Um, I was feeling some resistance. I could notice my chest and my um, abdomen was feeling some tension. And so just from my work in psychology and coaching and therapy, um, there's something there that needs to be addressed when that occurs. And so... Um, I began to feel shame. I was feeling fear. And so um, I had to just be honest and tell the Lord I was having a hard time trusting him um, at this place of vulnerability. It was actually kind of intimidating um, being with him uh, when he had total unlimited access to my heart. Even though he knows all these things, um, there is still a level of um, God being a gentleman, basically. And so he um, allowed me to open myself up to him and then we continue to have our conversation and so by the time as the verse goes um, to know my anxious thoughts or that phrase know my anxious thoughts um, I began to write those things down those things that were that were anxious those the things uh, where I was feeling tension um, the resistance that I had mentioned um, I began to write those things down and eventually um, I just thought it was just going to be, um, or initially I should say, I thought it was going to be like one or two things. And to my surprise, it was a lot more than that. And so I wrote down each of the things that were making me anxious. 
and um, and again shameful, fearful, and I realized that there were areas of mistrust, um, definitely areas of fear. Um, basically, as the scripture as the scripture says, offensive ways. Um, basically, I was thinking um, in my own terms or in human ways versus God ways. And I noticed that in addition to the mistrust, there was areas where I was still trying to have control. Um, there was areas of judgment, assumptions, projections. Um, one of the things I remember from years, from working um, one of my first full-time jobs, I remember um, the CEO used to tell us, he says, never make assumptions. Basically, always ask for clarity um, to get the job done. And the same can be said for our relationship with God. Um, a lot of times because of patterns we see or certain ways that we've always done um, the way we've always done things or the way we've always prayed or the way we think God has always uh, worked with us. Um, sometimes we just use that as assumptions without actually continuing to press in and keep a relationship with him um, and keeping it fresh. And also there's a sense we do need clarity. Um, while God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, um, he is always doing something new at the same time. So it's always good just to check in um, and, and find out what's on his mind. And sometimes to find out what's on our minds and what's on our hearts because we do change. And as I had mentioned earlier, um, this was my time or this is my time and season to be more honest and vulnerable. And that's um, what was happening um, during um, this Exchange that I was having between me and the Lord, and so, um, so again, when we get to the scripture and we look at verse 24, it says, See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And so, my thoughts, uh, what we would call stinking thinking, um, and sort of my attitudes, um, are offensive. And so, basically, I just took the time again to just write those things down. And basically, um, whether you may know this or not, um, studies actually show there is um, writing things down is actually very helpful. And as a friend of mine says, sometimes it's just, it's just good to get things out of our head and on the paper because it gets it out of our head and on the paper. And that way, um, sometimes it's a lot more clearer and um, we, can and we can definitely deal with um, whatever we need to deal with. And so... Um, I've even noticed there's times when um, I've used planners or writing things down on calendars. Um, there is something about just putting pen to paper, and it just helps our brains um, remember things, process things, etc. And so when it came down to owning what I was feeling, owning what I was thinking, um, the next step was just confessing that. It's like, Lord, I have the following 10 anxieties and fears and shame and everything else. That, um, that I need to deal with right now. And um, from there, um, we ended up going into repentance. And so then I repented for those things. And I want to just kind of give a brief overview because that whole process uh, reminded me of Proverbs twenty-eight thirteen, where it says, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. And also in Psalm 32, verse 5, uh, where it says, Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the guilt of my sin. And so in the midst of this small little exercise that I was doing, the Lord forgave me. He cleansed me. 
he encouraged me, and then he continued to lead me as this original psalm that we're talking about today in Psalm 139. He continued to lead me in the ways of everlasting or into ways of abundant life. And then in addition to that, that abundant life in this moment included me remembering those times when I didn't feel shame, when I didn't have fear, um, when I wasn't anxious. And basically what he did was he reminded me of times that I felt safe and I felt supported and I felt comforted and I felt loved. And so those memories allowed me to just give him thanks for all these times I had with him and times I had with other people. And I just took time to be grateful for that. And I noticed the tension in my body began to go away. I felt more peaceful. Um, it really is amazing what gratitude does. And, you know, scripture does tell us that we enter in his courts with thanksgiving. Um, we enter in his gates with thanksgiving, enter in his courts with praise. And, um, and then how his presence just kind of takes over us. It takes care of us. And, um, and so in the midst of being grateful, um, that was kind of the solution to where I was feeling or what I was feeling. And that was um, the key to the Lord leading me into the ways that were everlasting. And so today, um, I know it's a little bit more, uh, this message is a little bit shorter than normal. But I actually just wanted to... Uh, give you guys some time to whoever's listening to take time and write down if you're feeling anxious right now, if you're feeling fearful, and just um, list those things and what you're anxious about. You know, any areas where you're not trusting the Lord, um, any areas where you still want to have control or where you have judgments or areas where you're making assumptions or you're projecting certain things onto Him or to other people. And just let him touch you in those areas. Let him, um, let this be the beginning of a conversation. And then from there, um, I do pray that you will take some time and um, also ask him to show you areas or times in your life where you felt safe and where you felt, where you felt encouraged, um, where you felt um, accepted and loved and cared for. And when you're done, um, may you know and believe um, that the Lord will forgive you um, for where you were and cleanse you. And so I'm going to invite you just to pause and take some time um, to do that. And then when you're ready, um, I'm going to invite you to push play again on this podcast. And when you do, I, um, I just want to just declare as a priest of the Lord that in the name of Jesus, you are forgiven. As far as the east is from the west. So far has he removed our, your transgressions from you. And may you also remember that the Lord says, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for my own sake and remember your sins no more. And once you receive that forgiveness and that mercy and that grace and that cleansing, may you just thank the Lord for his mercy, for his forgiveness, and again, thank you for his grace to empower you to grow. And so, Lord, we just say yes and amen to the great things that you're doing in our lives right now. And so, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we bless you. And as the psalmist says, we forget not all of your benefits, for you forgive all sins, you heal all diseases, you redeem our lives from the pit, and you crown us with love and compassion. 
and you satisfy our desires with good things. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey friends, welcome to part two of today's episode. And part of the reason this is divided up is because um, in another prayer time, there was a similar theme of dealing with my anxious thoughts and my fears, um, shame, my projections, um, judgments, assumptions, times when I'm not trusting God, um, and just all, all around just being distracted a lot. Um, he gave me another solution, and so I hope this is helpful for you as well. And that solution is another familiar verse, Psalm 46:10. Be still and know that I am God. And so um, during this time, instead of putting on music and reading another quick devotional or, or just any way of trying to just enter in to his presence, um, I just stopped. And that was the first verse he spoke to me. And so I sat and I was just still. And from my background of doing retreats and, and doing therapy and coaching, um, I was just remembering like what it meant to be centered or how to be centered. And so I just remember sitting in the chair with my feet on the ground and, and just remembering like, what does it feel like to just be sitting here? What do I notice? And so it's like, I know my feet are on the ground. I know I'm sitting in this chair. Um, I can feel the air from the ceiling fan. I'm noticing um, the sounds around me, the cars going by, and I'm just present. And one of the things that I wanted to pass along to um, all of you is um, how are we still with the Lord? How are we present with the Lord? How are we present with each other? Um, And basically, especially in this day and age with so much technology around us, Um, It takes a lot of effort to just be present. And so when I thought about just being still, I thought of, I even made it even more simple. And I just was like, what does it mean just to be? And it just meant to be centered, to be open, to be vulnerable. No distractions, no performing. I'm just aware of my surroundings and I'm just present with the Lord. And so in this space, I'm not thinking about all the things I'm trying to control. I'm not thinking about my future. I'm not thinking about my past. Basically, I'm just with the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so, as scripture tells us to love the Lord with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, may we learn to be present with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. May we learn to just be still with him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And so in this space, once I got there, the Lord proceeded to take me into that verse again with just the second half. Know that I am God. Know who is with me right now in this moment. The I am is with me in this moment. And as you listen to this podcast, the Lord is with you in this moment. The great I am that Moses talked about is with you in this moment. And so I just want to just take some time and just come from God's perspective. Because in this space, what he showed me was that he was being vulnerable with me. 
And if we think about vulnerability with each other, we share about ourselves. And so in part one, I shared what was going on in my heart. And so in part two, the Lord shared what was going on in his heart toward me. And while these were truths that I had read, being in that vulnerable space where I wasn't distracted, where I had awareness that he was there, those truths became way more alive than they ever had before. And so it's a good reminder of those times when I am feeling anxious or when I am feeling fearful or I am distracted or there's a lot of chaos going on around me. Um, The great I am is with me and he has the solutions for me just as he had for me in part one today. And even as he has them for you today as well, whether you're feeling anxious, whether you're feeling fearful, whether you're dealing with family issues, whether you're dealing with your health, um, whether you're dealing with the loss of a job or just wondering like what life is going to be about you know after COVID or in the midst of this election that's coming up the great I am is with you right now and will be with you um, in the days ahead but for now I just want to take some time to just remember who the great I am is so may you hear these words and reflect The Lord says, I am the Alpha and Omega. I am the beginning and the end. I am the one that calls you. I am the one that knows you by name. I am the the good shepherd. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am living water. I am your wonderful counselor. I am your deliverer. I am your ever-present help. I am the one who collects your tears in a bottle. I am the father of lights who provides every good and perfect gift. I am the one who satisfies your life with good things. I am the great physician. I am your friend. I am the one who fights for you. I am Yahweh, the covenant-keeping God. I am your friend who shares my secrets. I am the Holy One who has the words of eternal life. I am the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. I am the one who forgives your transgressions and remember your sins no more. I am the one who loves you with an everlasting love. I am the one who is worthy to receive all blessing, glory, and honor. And so... As you remember those truths and reflect on them, may you invite God into your vulnerability and may you meet him in his vulnerability. May you allow the Lord to know your heart and may you know more of him. Amen.